Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of the Lion Learns to Write podcast with Andre Bright and today I have on a, as a guest Ainsley who is a visual marketing professional and we're talking about everything creativity and identity and it's a great interview, hope you enjoy. Doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you doing, too? Cannot complain, man. It's been a good day. Good, good day. Cannot complain. At all. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's it's, uh, in it's infancies in terms of um, this. Always wanted to have creatives and um, people who are kind of into the art or going into the entrepreneurial side of things and kind of doing things for themselves. And, seeks to benefit others so i really appreciate you coming on man yeah thanks for having me too man thanks for having me too it's a great opportunity no doubt oh absolutely so um tell us a bit about yourself like what's your what's your story if you were to give it like a like a quick rundown i'd say it's a bit jumpy from here can you hear me good yeah yeah i can hear you uh, yeah, I'd say it's been a lot of misconceptions, a lot of misconceptions, prejudgments, and people believing that it's, it's, it's something that can be perceived straight away. It can't be perceived straight away. That's me personally, and that's my right. business journey too. So mm. it's, been a, it's been a lot of adjustments in terms of society and in terms of you know, my own personal development. So even my yeah. own self, I've, I've had misconceptions as well. So it's just been a long period of, of judgment. So you find that people kind of think one thing about you um, that may not be the truth? Definitely, definitely. I, I believe that about myself too. So it's, yeah. it's, it's something that I'm, you know, giving off as a, as a persona that people need to perceive it in this way or understand it in this way because of how I'm coming across, which I understand for myself. But, you know, it, you can never trust anyone else's perceptions of yourself. Absolutely. That's, that's 100% true for sure. So what have you, what, what's your journey been with that? Because I, f- I find that that sounds a lot like the journey of self that a lot of people are kind of going through at the moment with this new consciousness wave that yeah. is coming across the world and um, people are kind of being more um, experimental in and realizing what, who they can be and yeah. kind of taking ownership of that. Um, did you ever find that um, people kind of put you in any kind of specific boxes or anything like that? Or... Uh-huh. Was it just your own kind of experience trying to find, navigate through everything? Do you know what? I, I'd say it's my own experience is navigating way, the way through because if okay. I say it's pinpointing on the people perceiving it or putting me in a box, then I'm saying mm. that I wasn't expanding my own self and my own skill set. So right. I do believe I expanded my skill set way, way too early for people to perceive it in the right way. So let's I say see. I was experimental okay. quite young, which means that I'm not dedicated to, let's say, a career path to help me, you know, save or grow as a person. I mean, I'm, right. I'm destined to be more creative, so that means I'm going to experience things in a more delicate manner. So if yeah. that means how I approach people that are older than me, you know, in the professional industry, then that's mm. how it will be. It means I've, you know, set my mark, and I know that that mark is going to be set for a long period of time. So if you were to put yeah. me in that box, it's because I've, you know, I've sustained my position in that box, and you know, now I want to move to a new box. People believe that 
it's a bit too soon to jump, you know. I need to walk out of that box first and see what's on the horizon. But I mm-hmm. think like that. So yeah, I guess I guess both theories can come in into in into really, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like what kind of age would you say was like the first time you kind of became aware of this kind of difference in thinking, would you say? Ooh, I would say it was about I'd say seventeen. Probably okay. seventeen. Only because I had an interpretation that people didn't perceive clearly. It had to be interpreted mm-hmm. again through visuals or through like different type of storytelling. So, you I know, see. I can't just okay. say something and it'll be in the study, it'll be me and then elaborating on that matter, which then means it's it's now a story instead of a, a comment, you know? Right, I'm with you. I'm with you. And um yeah, so so then you started going from there. Cause the question that a word that's kind of bounce around my head at the moment is expression so how would you how would you say you kind of express yourself because it sounds like you're a creative and you would you're not limited by how you would do that um and I know we've had brief conversations where um like I was actually quite interested in your perception of communication and thought um but how do you express like that what's your outlet I would say there's two different outlets for me now it's 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 turned into imagery which, okay. I, I, you know, it's a visual articulation for me. I can just put a picture out that is representative of how I'm thinking, not even yeah. feeling, thinking, which can then be, you know, again, articulated by someone else in a different way. So that right. is as much my persona as, as much as it is what I'm trying to give off to people, you know. Right. I, I, tr- I try and I like, po- I like poetry. That's uh, something that I really enjoy for my own person. Okay. But then with poetry, it becomes very it becomes very decisive of where you need to go with poetry or, or else you, people get lost in it. But that's the art right. of my work. People have to get lost in the work or lost in my words so they find that meaning. You have to find that, that true meaning out of what I'm saying. So if it's yeah. not understood, I, I go on and on and on. So my expression is, it, it, it matches with imagery and storytelling. That's my, that's my expression, storytelling. Okay. I think storytelling is, is a good way to put it because it encompasses so many different elements of that. But um, like something you said about earlier caught my attention. You were talking about being understood. Um, as an artist and as a creative, sometimes it's something that we all kind of go through at some point, um, trying to communicate something that's inside and trying to find the medium to do so in a way that people can understand yeah. what's happening inside. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But how important is it to you that people understand you or are there certain things that you don't really mind if they get it or not yeah I think on a scale let's say if it was a scale of one to ten I'd put it on a six only because I know that 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 end result is the understanding you know the the six is me planting that seed so for me to get to the six it's at least I've done my bit for them to now take actionable steps to to understand that thing or interpret that thing in the right way for them so yeah. I think for me, understanding is, is, is really important. I put it on a nine on my scale, but in let's mm-hmm. say societal terms, it would be a six because it takes that person then to understand for themselves or experience that thing that they haven't yet been able to experience because of timing or environment. So it's for like sure. ecology is once they interact with their environment, they'll understand things mm-hmm. more, which would boost them up to a, a nine because of the importance they've understood it to, to be as. So for me, it is important, but in society, it yeah. becomes natural that the end result is preferred than immediate conversation around that topic. Mm, that's a good point, actually. 
And that's a difficult one, man. Like, because I, I think everyone's kind of on a different scale of that. And maybe I'm thinking about myself that can shift in some like day-to-day, um, day-to-day outputs. So for example, if I'm putting on a performance or a show or, or I'm writing something, some things I would produce, I want things to be understood and communicated and want them to get it immediately. Some things to this day, they won't get, yep. and I'm okay with it, <laughs> you know? So I guess it's, I guess it's um, what that intention is beforehand. Um, but so you've been in the creative industry a lot and um, had this outputs and you, um, you say that you kind of first became aware of these around the 17 kind of age. Like, how do you feel, like, do you find you're, you're more, in, how, how did the family react to everything? And they were quite, quite well they were very understanding actually it was more or less becoming comfortable with the fact that I don't want to have a yeah comfortable lifestyle I want to be able to be confused and scared and you know alone in, in times I want to be in that environment but it was mm-hmm. more or less an understanding for themselves that this is the way to help and by providing that understanding that okay but this is the danger of that that's that's what they've adjusted to understanding so right, you know if, right. if, if i now come mm-hmm. to them and say i want to learn quantum physics they're like what well, you were learning about communication and psychology so now yeah. what's the transition of you learning from psychology to to quantum physics but then the input of me is now saying hey space time continuum mm-hmm. you know i can interpret that so many ways that communication can entrust in it and then help it come back in society or in professional environments so like my way around things have have now I guess made things safe for me to come home and say I want to go to Egypt and discuss the pyramids and then they'll mm-hmm. be going oh, okay but how are you going to get there how much money have you got to get there instead of right. no 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 that's not good but why would you do that go and get a job at you know these places you used to work at you're very good at these places so the encouragement yeah. is still there all of, all the progress is still there However, it's now more safety nets around what I'm trying to say. So ensuring that this is okay because you want yeah. yourself, but ensure that these safety nets can't be broken or else you would be in a lone world where sometimes you won't be able to get to us or things will happen there. You, you wish you didn't do that. So mm. it's the safety nets that they're putting up for me that I'm respecting a lot and, you know, bouncing right back off and, and trying to reach the top too. Absolutely. And I think actually, because I had a similar kind of scenario, um, I tend to be quite, um, my idea of risk can be quite difficult, different from the people around me. So yeah, um, I, I had to learn to take on people's um, concern, should we say, um, yeah, as an actual building block for things that I can work around. So for example, the questions, when I realized that the questions they were asking were coming from a place of love, and um, they're coming from a place of actually just this is outside of our comfort zone. We don't have anyone else to kind of um, as a, to use as a barometer for your yeah, yeah. For thinking or your, your actions. So this is new to us. So the questions we're asking are actually ended up being questions that I could use to overcome obstacles. Like, how are you going to make the money? Then I'll be like, OK, yeah. I need to make money. Um, how are you going to reach the people who need to? receive this thing so i'm like okay cool so i need to work on my market research yeah um it ended up being proactive um actionable stuff in the end which which was really good once you change your mindset so um would you say what would you say has been like a biggest challenge in that kind of in in being you in all of that or have you have you not found any specific challenges 
I'd say I haven't actually been challenged about my expertise, mm. but the challenge I've, I've faced are definitely around entering into that that market, into that door. Because yeah. you know, as soon as I put my toe through that doorstep, I was I was understanding that this is not something that people like to take the time on. They want to know straight away, or else it's it's an inconvenience. Right. So now I'm trying to understand how it can be more efficiently, you know, understood, but not being inconvenienced because people need to take the time with things. They don't need to just rush into into understanding things. They need to really sit down and take the time and think: Is this something that I need to understand now, or understand when I'm in work, so I can, you know, actionable actually actually see what is actionable within what has been spoken about that's yeah. part of my communication um theory that these people need to respect that the environment that they're in is is a replica of the conversations that they've probably had so like if they're not taking yeah. consideration of what they've had in conversations before then this you know judgmental bias or this opportunistic judgment will eat away at them and think why wasn't I like this in that moment I should have done that when mm. really for me anyways it's about just being authentic in that moment and experiencing expressing exactly how I feel because I've understood it in the past for this exact you know feeling or, or, or emotion absolutely and that's a lot to process in the, in the moment sometimes um but it sounds like you're you're getting a, a handle on it all um yeah I want to talk a little bit about what you're what you're currently doing at the moment because because i think it's amazing so i'm literally looking at your website right now but the people who ah, are cool. may not know you so what would you say about what you're doing at the moment your project i'm creating an efficient way of communicating i'd say people ideas and i guess products yeah so that's what i'm currently trying to do and that's with uh, automation that's with genuine human dynamics just trying to make things a bit more easier for people people to understand but yeah. that's ironic because i i'm very you know ambiguous in what i say and how i present mm. things but the underlying coding message has to be simple has to be simplified currently it's, it's it's too confusing right now people believe words are you know just words they're not the, the actions mm. as well so if you match actions with the words and sometimes they don't correspond so i'm trying to help people interpret the things that are filtered wrong and see the different right. perspective so that's again with products or so skincare that's usually utilized as uh, usually utilized as an organic product because of how the mm. things are transitioning now people don't want to use a lot of waste they want everything to be natural so with yeah. that how am i going to challenge that environment easily have someone on board that can do that already so it's me now scoping around and helping people position themselves within the market not my market because this is something mm. i've this is a niche for me but within their market within their sector they need to be understanding that there are challenges and not challenges that they are going to face that their mm. customers are going to face and how are they going to interpret that information if they have not got data so the data i provide for the people i'm helping or supporting is around authenticity so that's for me going to the shops and seeing that people's wearing a particular brand in my in my local in space so if I know this and not share it with the people that need this information, then I'm not doing my best to help these people that are paying a higher price. Because, you know, right. if I see, you know, two two people that can easily benefit and I, I only want to interact with one, then I'm not doing the best I can for the other person that could possibly benefit. So I take mm. myself out of the social situation and put myself in a business situation or vice versa. And it helps yeah. me see a different perspective. So, you know, without what my company's trying to do right now, that different perspective won't be understood and we're trying to eat away naturally so people don't get scared away people yeah. have already but we're trying to nurture <laughs> it well i say we it's me only 
but I have people that support the business and freelancers that support what what I'm trying to do. So with that, collectively, we're trying to communicate a different perspective, and it's 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 a process. <laughs> it's a process. Yeah, I can imagine. Are there many other um, entities that do something similar to you? Um, there is actually a company. There is, uh, well, there's various companies, but they don't do everything I'm doing at the same time. They do right. at a certain extent. For example, there's WPP, the largest of all, which is um, the wire and plastic company. It started off as, um, they turned into a visual communications company and they perform many jobs for companies that you'd see as uh, on adverts and for commercials. All these things are, are governed by this company. So they've right. understood the scope of what visual communications can do and presented themselves as a market in the market as an advertising company so what we're doing is we're an image consultancy company to start off with and now we're transitioning into visual communications but we're going into ai we're going into technology only because it's efficient systems we have to create something that's coefficient to how we communicate as humans how we communicate as humans isn't understood in the market because it's all taken from data that's been utilized by people actively using apps or you know footfall going into retail stores this, this data needs to be understood in the right environment in the respect to time frame. Some people right. can do data over two years. It's not necessary. It needs to be understood in the moment for the particular job is necessarily done. So right. with that, we can transition using water bottles. Instead of using water bottles, we use thermal bottles. These thermal bottles can initiate a heat of up to, what, for 12 hours at least. The okay. heat doesn't need to matter as long as it lasts for 12 hours. These people want convenience, then that's what we're going to give them, but in a more communicated mm. matter. So instead of looking at a bottle and thinking, is that plastic? You can tell that this is not going to be plastic because of the way you can move it, the way you can you know, manipulate the bottle. Right. So you can turn it into a USB, you can turn it into a card holder. These things are now elastic, but how? Yeah. Because of the communication aspect we're putting into it. That's, again, through the binary codes, through, the, through, through Java, through Python, all these things that are used to make something. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's a number or it's an object or it's a material so as much as we can collaborate with these materials we still need people to manage them or to understand them so it's we're communicating with all aspects of of, of the network just like a yeah. blockchain yeah that's 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 a lot that's um i'm just thinking about everything you said there like so there's a few things i'm thinking that a lot of it some of it is technical yeah but you process through that and then you start looking at it from both the consumer and the business um Correct. side of yeah. things um to make it so that both side uh benefit from the relationship between the business and consumer yeah. which sounds like a almost like a no-brainer like most businesses should be doing that but i'm guessing that the fact that you exist means that there's enough of a market in it um but the main thing that seems to be overhanging is communication. Um, I know we um, were chatting about it um, beforehand. Um, talk to me about the communication theory. Like, oh, uh, whoa, here we go. Yeah, let's let's get get straight into there because because this is something I was I was I had to Google. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? this is not around. This yeah. one is it's hundred percent. So yeah, so um. So walk me through. Okay, so this thing I've I've developed through just pure communication experience. So if I'm in an okay. environment that is very well understood, it can be interpreted in two different ways: a new way or an yeah. old way. 
So the old way, if okay. I want to experience that old way, something I'm comfortable with or, uh, you know, excited from, then I will experience in that way through converting my observable details into actual knowledge. So if I'm on a train, right. which is normally an experience I endure, endure if I'm on a train and I want to speak, people need to feel warm if it's warm that means people feel more comfortable if comfortable, sorry one speak. second um i think um it cut off just slightly could you go back to where you were on the train yeah <laughs> so if i'm on the train then i and i want to speak to someone i can have two operational routes i can go and speak to someone in an old-fashioned way or uh-huh I'm going to have to sit there and think over it. It's something I've already understood through a communication process. So that would be... Okay. Then I can understand that it's, it's been wet outside. These people probably want to talk, but they want to feel comforted. They need a smile at least. Mm. And if that smile is recognised, mm. then possibly a conversation can be initiated. But if the conversation is initiated, but the smile has been given, then that means something's on that person's mind. Do I now have to move and have a conversation with this person to see what's up on their mind? Or do I retract and find a new person? So now there's an, an, a new route for me to now find out if someone's okay. Or if, or if remember, I just want to have a conversation with someone. Diluted myself and want to make them feel better. That means that I've got empathy. So now I'm learning about myself through a process of communication. Right. So if we now go in term of business, if I need to operate in a way that is covert, so I don't, you know, make people see what type of photos I'm taking or videos, then I need to be more, let's say, professional in my approach. So I, I, I need to wear glasses. What type of glasses? Glasses that I'm actually engineering right now. So they would be mm. glasses that you can use, utilize the camera with. It'd be able to shoot perfect audio. We'd be able to hear, uh, you can't even see any pixels because there's no noise. It's, it's, it's a perfect image. But mm. these people that, let's say, go in corporate environments aren't able to see their environment properly because it's hindered. They're told to do things. They're asked to wear this, meaning they're not being their truest self. So if we're right. using our communication method or theory, then we're allowing ourselves to filter through and understand things that they're said. So if someone uses a particular word that bugs you all day, you know that they're trying to get you get your on the hump. So if you now research that word and realize that that dullard word meant that you're an idiot, then damn, you've been had off all day because you've had to make to feel a certain way all day purely because you didn't know the vocabulary. Mm. But if you understood how the person said it, his tone, his semantics, then you're going to construe a different message to that person that, no, this is not right and you should never speak to me like this mm. or even tend or joke like that. So there's ways that we now can unfold our own methods of processing just by communi communicating that way to ourselves differently. So that is the that's the that's the approach of what the Kodiak is trying to do, but we we enter into different markets and different perceptions just so that unbiased people can be understood as as people that are withholding their own intelligence or growth. So yeah. with that, they then usually tear away and say, oh, "You're so rude," or "Oh, how can you speak to someone like that?" When mm -hmm. really it's a mirroring effect. So if we understand a mirroring effect, we can get down into nitty gritty and understand as people that dynamic and that, that 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 particular time when you were misunderstood purely because you didn't understand the ambiguous word that that person used. So mm. instead of understanding it, you then utilised a filter that you've, you know, as a defence mechanism, mechanism, you've used a filter that now makes you look like a victim and that person look like an attacker. When really they're two smart people 
misunderstood. So like with Kodayak, it helps you perceive the situation in its most authentic authentic form, but have the two perspectives there just so it's understood. It's it's just like with quantum physics when or quantum mechanics when when you're trying to interpret the data, you you need that understanding of of the outputs, and if you interpret that right. output you know, mechanically, manually, sorry, or automatically, it's going to change and have different alterations. So it's the same with communication. If you know something's going to happen, but you don't react until it happens, then you know it's going to happen. But mm. if you were to react on something you don't know, if you were to react on something you know is going to happen, but you actually don't know it's going to happen, then that is going to change the outcome. So that's what Kodiak does. It changes the outcome of the predicted moments. So with that, that's why I want to go into quantum now, because... The particles that we understand uh, mm. transition each time. We can we can we can entangle them, or we can exchange them as as humans. We can make that decision for ourselves. But one thing that people don't do is transition it in social and professional environments. It's just one. So if we right. do it in both, we can really see how we've affected ourselves and how we think completely. How we think just by being in those separate environments and having to transition through them each time. So with me, I always think in the same way. I want Kellogg's at 9.45 at night. I'll mm. have Kellogg's at 9.45 at night. But if I want Kellogg's and Cocoa Pops, when am I going to have them? Now it's a different process I need to think about. Right. So with that, I need to use code out because it's, it's too complex. So with people mm. like police forces, you know, people that have to use multiple um, thoughts, well, multiple things such as the hands and the face and the eyes, yeah. then they can utilize this because they don't need to look all the time. They can just feel, they can sense the aura, they can, they can feel a different change in, 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 in how they feel just by looking or just by interpreting their environment properly. So that's Kodak in a nutshell. Wow. Well, I had never heard of that before. And for those listening, that's Kodak. So C-O-D-I-A-K, right? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, cool. Um, I was just thinking about that as well because it sounds like the business has been going um developing and it probably because it's been been a year now you said it sounds like the business oh so it says sounds like it, the business has been developing like like through the roof almost to get to this stage yeah. um it's been a lot of research a lot of like you said data um what has the journey of the actual company been like from because i know you've gone solo now so it's like that whole journey for a lot of people is quite a transition from yeah whether you have something um, more secure beho- beforehand and you kind of build something up and then make the, make the point to jump ship and go solo, or um, was it something that you just had from the beginning that you built up by yourself? Like, what was the journey of that like? Um, so I guess it starts from a business journey in general. So that, that started in 2014, I guess. Um, right. Probably before, but officially in 2014, I had a business partner. We started a, a company called Gymshark. Wow, Jim Shark. Yeah. That was <laughs> the back, sorry. And as you know, it's Jim Shark now is the most renowned uh, gym work or sports work lifestyle company in, in Europe. So amazing with it became an understanding that I had ideas that before its time came to market. So some things that Jim Shark are doing right now we, we were planning to do or I, I myself wanted to do way before the market even understood these things. So, you know, the aspect of sponsoring people, the aspect of creating an environment for them to, you know, work in and, you know, make people feel more motivated towards sports. This is what was the company ethos. We wanted to make that possible. But Gymshark have have achieved that now and that's that's their company route. 
So with that, I thought, you know what, what am I good at? What am I transitioning into from, from experiencing jobs? That was coaching in, let's say, football. That was coaching in terms of fashion. So with that, I was able to find my avenue, and that was consultancy. So with my understanding right. of going to uni, I thought, why not match that with some business as well? So I thought, um, I'll start an image consultancy company. This was off the, off the back of coming out of uni, um, just deferred my uni course, which was business management right. and marketing and leads. So I thought okay. it was more, I thought my skills would be utilised in, in the real world, in the field, getting getting really involved with what's going on in the market. So I took it upon myself to learn some things. Um, I attempted the market with a pilot company, which was, I don't think I named it at the start, Image Di- yeah, I, I named it Image Direction, Ains or James or Image Direction. So right. currently it's image dissection. As you understand, I like to analyze things in a pure detail. So instead yeah. of using direction, I thought it's, it's best to use that type of persona and and create that Hannibal effect. And mm. this thing is not just cut for for you know image sake. It's cut because of the detail that you can see from the surface. Right. So that's that's that the journey started off really really easy because people just wanted the service. It was natural. It was right. something I was very good at. But then it became understand understandable that this is now scoped a bit more. I've I've entered into a new range of customers, mm. and that was the ones that wanted to pay. Now I, I was doing things for piloted sake, so that was just you know for experience. I didn't get paid for those things. Right. But when I now entered into the real world, I, I was able to get my um, retainer fee client, which was my first ever client um, in Europe, mm. and that was a great experience. We drove to France, me and my partner, and we we executed that brief. Um, there and then so that was for web. that was for a website yeah so remember i said it was an image consultancy company so if we were supposed to start, start out as that and we've already scoped into graphic design it was something that was interesting me more you know to go into and think how can i get this even further into mm-hmm. visual communications and that's when we scoped it into now um helping advertising and marketing you know photography videography we transitioned into that which was it was, a, it was a difficult transition because people did not respect our work in the market. And right. it was now potentially going up against people that are already established when really I was just a company that has found a scope and we are able to con- you know convert what we understand into a collaborative approach instead of just saying, hey, we want to own the market. Let's come work with us. Right. We want to help people get to that position that they believe they need to be for them to now flourish. We're yeah. trying to get people there before we do, purely because we know we're good at our jobs. And yeah. I say we because I work with people now. It's not just me saying I wanna I wanna work with you, you and you. If I, I wanna work with someone, I can let that person know as well as let the team of people know that would benefit from that situation. Absolutely. So the journey has been enjoyable. Yeah, it's but very, very scary. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. I think I think people it's crazy. I find that people who have, have made that jump and kind of decided they're gonna be the ones to um put themselves out there can all understand or at least kind of relate to um that kind of anxiety or or feeling the hitbacks when people don't necessarily understand what you're doing at first until later on down the line and or you're trying to get investors at an early stage and trying to build that um that kind of um market to in you know invest almost mentally in your product as well like we could all been there but it's something that people who haven't done it struggle to get and I think it's it's one of those strange kind of like you have two kinds of people in the world scenarios. <laughs> um, it's, it's too much like that. It's too much. Absolutely. 
Um, but it sounds like an awesome journey, though. Like, how do you how do you feel on this end at the, at the moment? Because it sounds like that there there were there were curses and blessings along your path <laughs> already. I feel I feel like I've well what I said recently was I feel like I'm just about moving my limbs now. Yeah, you know, like if you were paralyzed and you just feel like wow, this is an overwhelming feeling. Am I able to move? Mm. That's how I feel right now. So it's 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 about exercising a bit more and and understanding I can move. It's just knowing that Absolutely. the pressure hurts in a sense. So yeah, that's yeah. that's how I feel right now. I'm, I feel good. I feel like I've, I've hit a milestone and I'm very proud of myself. Yeah. Tomorrow hits my first day in business. So my first. Learning curve. Right. Well, congratulations on that for on it being a first year in the first place because a lot of businesses don't reach much. this this level <laughs> like, it's true there's a lot survival of, like, part one. it really is exactly exactly so um so good on you hopefully like what do you do to what do you do to relax so I obviously the stress of everything. you read algorithms honestly that's that someone asked me this um a lady asked me this once what do you do to relax i said i read algorithms because i need to understand a complex structure in society or in professional life which is conversation mm-hmm. It's so complex that I need to know the the different methods of saying something, even though I don't know the different methods of saying something in a moment. I, that's my relaxing. That's that's that relaxes me to make my mind right. so complexly confused that whoa, it needs to be chilled. It needs to now chill. Right. Okay. And algorithms does that. Yeah. Not just obviously numerical in terms of anything. Like an algorithm, I believe is is something that I need to create to to have a coherent structure for then something to be utilized as as efficiently and effectively as possible so that's that's an algorithm to me and that would be created by just putting pens in order and, and then making sure i can take the one out without touching the other one beside it that's an algorithm to me because i'm not affecting okay. the other things so if if i got post-it notes in my room that only only understood by myself you come into my room you, you, my grandma my grandma stays in my room when she was here and my my auntie, my auntie Pam, she said that she didn't, she, she, my grandma didn't recognize any of the um, post-it notes, even though she's been in my my room for over two weeks. She she okay. didn't she didn't know that that there were post-it notes there when there's like over a hundred post-it notes now in my on my wall. So wow. all the people that understood it, uh, my mom, my dad, my sister, my girlfriend, because they've seen that confusion in my mind that now it's on in a one wall that now I right. can see how you think. But my grandma, I wasn't there when she saw it, but there's no words from her to say, oh, I've, oh, that looks messy. There's nothing. There's just, oh, it's a wall with stuff on it. That's the only thing she right, sees. Okay. So, you know, the people that's... And in numerical order or in company order, what things are going on in my life and, and how I could be supported on those things. So right, that's my algorithm, and that's my relaxation. Awesome. So it sounds like you're you're quite a logical thinker as well. So because I know a lot of people, um, do you are you are you much of a planner? Not a top. Well, you know, this is it. I'm a logical thinker and I'm a planner. However, you put you match with those people that I've got it inherently in, in, in mm. not tall. So it, it's to some degree on both. Okay. Yeah, because I, I was I was thinking about that recently, and I feel like I'm not sure where I land either. Because a lot of the times I like to things fall together in my head relatively quickly when I'm 
thinking about business plans and all that kind of stuff but i'm very spontaneous and i tend to yeah. um just go just off a whim a lot of the time like if if i feel being drawn in a certain direction in one scenario that sometimes can pull away from the plan yeah it'll, it'll happen as long as it can still take me towards the end goal maybe um but which leads me on to my question what would be is there an end goal because it sounds like it's experimentation time like nothing is nothing's yeah, outside the, of what, really. the limits yeah yeah so is there something that you're kind of aiming for or targeting or what what is there like a finish line almost or is it like you're just at the moment just experiencing life and seeing what you can do with it i definitely think um i'm like on oh my gorge i'm definitely in the green i was definitely in the red right continuing so it's not something i want to experiment it's definitely something i'm I've, i guess i've planned this i've definitely planned this whole endeavor from right. year one to at least year 10 i've definitely planned it but the bits in mm. between I'm, I'm conscious of because i want to know how you know how experiential i've been and if i've been personable enough for this to be developed properly so that's that's what i'm right. trying to understand if if that process i've developed from my you know my my approach if that has been respected or if it's been ignored like if if that has been ignored then i'm definitely in an experimental experimental mood where it's like both personal perspective that you know governments have to use them it's the only ones necessary that can use so if no, I if not for that conversation. So that's my end goal as a person, which can be construed into business. Like I want to be able to to pinpoint those moments that yeah. things don't work and, and understand mm. beforehand. So I'm struggling to hear you a little bit. Um, one second. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was a little bit, <laughs> but we're back. Okay, cool. Um, that's a lot. Of that well, that's that's just sounds like a a journey in itself, man. Um, which is good. Like I think it's weird because at this at this point in history, everyone's talking about your end goal and everything and. And it was thinking about, I was thinking about it recently and maybe sometimes it's not necessarily, sometimes you just got to experiment, especially if you're in the early decades of life. Um, that's what they're there for, you know, try, sure. try different things, see what works, see what doesn't, see how you can develop yourself as a human. Um, and, and yeah, just experience the fullness of humanity in that sense. So um, I'm glad you're you're kind of finding a way to do that as yourself because a lot of people, like going back to what you said at the beginning, are restrained by what other people think and what yeah. they think they should be like and all that. So it's uh, it's rare to to have someone who is completely open to that at, um, at an early stage. So that's dope. I wanted to ask you because... Um, so obviously I'm doing this um, become 100 challenge. So become by itself is three tenses, be, 
you are now come going back to your roots and become how what you're going to do with that leading forward like what le- legacy you're going to leave the identity yeah. and cultural displacement of the african diaspora but um i'm doing this project in sierra leone um and we're raising ten thousand to do a performing arts um empowerment and identity kind of like uh festival and obviously one of the things that I was doing to raise money for that was the become 100 challenge, finding a hundred people to raise a hundred pounds each by giving back to their community. And you were one of the people to come back for that and say you were interested in it. So I wanted to just have a a little section where you could just say to the audience, like what, what you're doing with that. Like now they've had an understanding of what your journey is with yourself and the company will make a lot more sense. Um, So, like, what do you plan to do and what are you doing for it? So we're, we're aiming to support people that are ensuring the quality of their own lives, which would mean in terms of skill set. So if you want to learn how to be more, I'd say, authoritative in, in your work, then we can we can support you with that in the way you dress, in the way you, you, your persona is, your representation. We want to support you with that. We want to support you in the creative um, skill sets with, you know, graphic design, creating logos for our clientele. We can ha- happily able to let you do that. Photography, we, we work with Getty Images, so we can have some of your work posted onto their portfolio book on, on their website. So that is definitely possible through our work. There's also so much you can do with, with, with our actual company that, that, you know, that can help us grow as, as, as an organization too. Mm. So there's so much work that is possibly done, you know, in, you can even get a job with the work that we're trying to do it's just so much you can do with with what we're trying to achieve at the company yeah it sounds like it's it's kind of like able to fit into a lot of different areas like do you have um for the company itself like does it does that have kind of like a vision or and mission kind of thing or is it is it generally still um solidifying i'd say we're still solidifying but the vision is to communicate uh well there's there's two companies i've not been mentioned well okay so with 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 one of the companies um aid inc the one i'm speaking of right now yeah is to create an intellectual exchange that's that's our only motive to ensure that what we're talking about has some value for that person okay so if that means they want to spend two pound for a phone call for 10 minutes then we're going to give them a whole lot of value if that means you know flying all the way to france and you know meeting the family of our client then we're going to do that also so it's as much about creating that intellectual exchange between you and I or, you know, my customers and the, the customers that are going to be buying where I where I usually work. Right. It doesn't matter. The communication has to be understood and respected. And is, if that is, the exchange is replied with, with beautiful prowess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, that sounds amazing. So how can people get involved in that? Like, so if someone is listening right now, because I'm hoping to upload this pretty pretty soon um how can someone listening to the podcast get involved in that so you can you can either email me at studio at adink.maison that is studio at adink.maison you can you can give me a text i've got my number on the podcast um platform you can hit me up on instagram you can hit me up on linkedin i'm angel leopold james with a hyphen there angel leopold james um you can hit me up on Facebook. I'm usually at Central Library in Manchester also. You, you could probably see me carrying a big bag on the train somewhere as well. So if you see someone with a camera that has a grip on and has some lights popping at the top with a mic, that's definitely me. 
awesome. and you know I'm, I'm very approachable i may not seem like it but i really am approachable and i enjoy conversation that's that's part of some of the work we do at the company so definitely get in touch and literally explain to me the opportunities that you want to see for yourself and i definitely can try and get that you know platform sorted for you yeah well that sounds amazing like sounds like a lot of work uh, but amazing work <laughs> but, like i think it's it's one of these things where like you'll be helping a lot of people and the impact of that can be will be seen um i can't remember who it was but they were saying like a two degree shift seems small at the at the at in the moment but then project that years into the future and you'll be able there to we see go. a huge um impact so um i'm always really com- um curious about how the mind works and how people in how different minds interact with each other so i i definitely wanted to get you on here to share a little bit more about that is there anything anything else on your mind that you can kind of um, want to share or chat about? Um, I'd say with 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 Kodiak, it's it's something that is actually quite people are scared of it because it's it's not it's a neoglism. It's you know it's a new word that's that exists only in my mind. Right. So if I'm now sharing this new word with people and they, you know, are turning their noses away at it, it's because of the the information that they're not getting from it. It's it's, it's the bit you should be skeptical it's, it's a bad smell it's repugnant but until you get used to that smell you will only see it as repugnant you will only smell it as something that is is, is distant but once we right. come closer into the in, interpreting their own it then helps them to you know be comfortable with that smell and not shun it away and you know invite in it mm-hmm about enjoying your environment as authentically as possible so please understand that and please you know <laughs> let me know if you would like any assistance with visual or verbal aid awesome now that sounds amazing man I'm, I'm hoping that people do get in touch with you um and for those listening um ainsley ainzo jameso <laughs> <laughs> and all of the above man like it's it's a pleasure having you on the show bro i'm gonna I'm going to say if there's if there's anything else that um, that you, you want to throw in, you can do that now. But in the meantime, um, I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put this onto our website as well as Instagram. Um, I'm going to put some details on there as well for people to get in touch with you. And hopefully we can make some kind of connection happening and your company can help the listeners to progress in what they're doing and maybe even find what they're looking for. So um i really really pleasure having you on man likewise thank you for the opportunity i really enjoyed thank you and that was it thank you so much for listening everyone i hope you enjoyed it and got some value from it um if you want more info you can go to www.becomeimmersive.co.uk that's www.becomeimmersive.co.uk if you have any questions or queries or you want to just give us a shout out go to um, becomeimmersive at gmail.com or info at becomeimmersive.co.uk. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. This is The Lion Learns to Write. 
reclaiming our narrative through identity, empowerment and creativity. So let's do that. Have an amazing day and see you next episode. Peace. Oops.